Building Dreams on the Young Money Show, where entrepreneurial dreams become a reality. The biggest poison in us is regret. I think there are a lot of people that have dreams and aspirations of things that they always wanted to do, but it wasn't the right time, or they didn't have enough money, or they didn't have enough experience. It's never the right time. You're never going to have the right experience. And all of a sudden, you wake up and you're 70. And you're like, God, I wish I could have done it. It's what you don't do that screws with you later on. I get one shot at this life. This is it. And I don't want to go through life being the 80% version of me. I don't want to look back and be like 77 and be like, I didn't do that. There's so much I want to do and I love life so much. I don't want to miss it. Hey, my name is Taku David and you are tuned into a fresh new episode of The Young Money Show. Today I'm with a guy, Ratizo Kufa Hakurambui. He's a leader, he's a thought leader, and he's one, one aggressive man in the industry. You'll see him everywhere in different corporates handing out his books. Ratizo is not sleeping, and these are the guys we want on the Young Money Show. How are you doing, Ratizo? Hi, Taku. So good to see you live. No, no, no. I know this has been a long time coming, and I always say this with my guests. I think the listeners might say, Taku, you're always saying it's been a long time coming. But honestly, guys, these conversations will be happening inbox, and uh, Ratizo is way overdue to come onto the platform now. Yo, thank you so much for this platform. I'm so glad to be connected uh, to you, my brother from another mother. My yes. name is Ratizo Gufagurambui. I'm a transformational speaker. I'm also a human capital development trainer, also an author of a series of leadership that deliver. These are books, you know, these are series. I'm writing series. I think my goal is to write uh, 15 books uh, by age 13. That's my goal. I'm also the group CEO and founder of Vast International which is uh, a school of human capital development when the business of making sure that each and every person, every company, every nation, economy becomes productive with what they have. So Ratizo, fif- 15 books, you said 15 books by age 30? Yeah, that's my goal. How far are we in now? Uh, right now I'm on number five. I've okay. published four books. I'm working on the fifth one, which is supposed to be out by 10 June. Yeah, you're moving, boss. Definitely, we are moving at a gentle speed. And right now, you're, how old are you? I'm 28 years. 28, huh? 28 years, yes. So two years, we're expecting 10 books. 10 books, it's possible. Let's go for it. It's possible. Anything is possible, right? Definitely, it's possible. So, so you say you are a human capital development trainer. What does that mean? Uh, I would define this in my own opinion, in my own understanding and context. You know, what you need to understand is that before other things and other people, we are ourselves. We are the first capital bank. We are the first capital bank, meaning to say whatever that we want to do depends on us. Whatever that we want to achieve depends on us. So we are seeing human beings as the vehicle to productivity, be it at personal level, at national level, at corporate level. So we invest heavily in that aspect of human capital development. Even at corporate level, you see your employees, they put value into your company. Mm-hmm. So if we don't develop those people, it means we are raising something that is going to be disastrous in the corporate world. You know, I've, I've seen, you know, just from my research and um, looking around on the, on the web and other companies I've visited, that uh, there's a lot of emphasis on human capital development, especially in the, in the modern world, in the first world. You find companies, especially you know, in Silicon Valley, 
tech companies, just even the environment that they curate for their staff. You know, you find them having the ping pong tables and, and all that stuff in the environment. <laughs> in Zimbabwe, where are we with regards to developing our human capital within our corporate entities? I think uh, uh, speaking to our Zimbabwean context, we are starting to appreciate what it means to develop our people. Because I always tell people that national productivity is a third generation manifestation of personal productivity fueled by what? By corporate productivity. Meaning to say, if you want to develop a nation, we need to develop people first. Mm. We, don't need, mm. we don't need to develop anything. We need to develop people first. If we empower people in terms of skills development, I think we are also going to come up with a new breed of people who are going to think and think about and do the impossible. Now, for you to empower people, it means you had to have been empowered somehow. Definitely. Right? definitely. So, so take us through your journey. Uh, how did you get here? You, I understand you came from, you, did your, you, you came from Nyanga. Mm-hmm. You did your studies in Nyanga. Yes. How did you find yourself here in Arari doing what you're doing? Uh, if I can say this live on air, people they are going to be irritated and shocked. But the first thing that I had in my mind is to make a difference in the corporate world. But I didn't have a strategy or an avenue to follow. How am I going to do that? The first idea that I had was to go to university. You know, I finished my A-level in 2014, had the burning desire to go to university. I applied in so many universities that I can't mention live on air, and they declined my application. Because I didn't do well, because I had 11 points, and I wanted to start a certain course. They wanted 13 points from guys, then 12 points, Cut off points from girls. So can I, I can I correct I, you there? You did very well with eleven points. Yes. <laughs> Please do Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So from there now I had to find another avenue. And and I had to ask myself, God, what is my talent? And I really found my talent is to connect with people, interpersonal gift. But in order for me to do that, I need to know how to speak. Because I'm dealing with people, I need to start people, I need to know them, I need to understand their cultural backgrounds. So the bridge to connect myself into the people, which is my market, I needed to know how to speak. Mm-hmm. So I had to train myself how to become a good speaker mm. and obviously link with some other guys who are in the market who are uh, masters in the art of public speaking which is very important that was my first step so when i did that i i, I know I, I i started to feel empowered leaving my passion but it was, it, it was not easy guys to start from that it was not easy it was not easy i went to blau in 2016 i stayed there for one year working at feb um, i was um working at delta from there i went to wanga i worked for two weeks i resigned mm. because because oh, it was pizza. too tough I, yeah i resigned <laughs> please i resigned to be yeah. honest i resigned because it was too hard for me to work in 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 in, in that in that in that industry you know just imagine with that heat wave 2015 16 it was so horrible the difference between success and failure it is not intellect and ability. The difference between success and failure is not intellect and ability, it's attitude and effort. The question is not can you do great things? The question is not can you be successful? The question is what is your attitude? And the question is what is your effort? There's an interesting study that in this study, they asked some people who would achieve great things in high school. They all graduated with advanced diploma. And they asked them, what do you with your academic success. You know what they said? We just worked hard. In the same study, they went and asked the people who weren't very successful academically, but they did graduate. And they said the people that are successful academically, why are they successful in advanced academics? They said they're just smarter than everyone. It is, isn't it amazing that the people that many consider smarter than everyone, they don't say intelligence is the reason for their academic achievement. You know what they say? Effort and attitude. 
Can I tell you something? Everyone in here can put forth a great effort. Everyone in here can have a great challenge. Don't get caught up in the myth that it's intelligence and ability that leads to success. It is attitude and effort. And everyone in here has the ability to put forth great attitude and great effort. Thank you. I've had this this experience many, many times whereby I've been rejected by, you know, I've sent applications. I've tried to do this and that, and I've been rejected several, several times on several opportunities. How does it feel looking back, you know, after having been rejected, you know, to entering certain institutions or certain doors being closed on you? And now looking back, having achieved what you set out to achieve, how does it feel looking back? Are you sitting there saying, with Nasmande one? Yeah. As Ndindi, we are, Ndindi, we are, my Garamshitichi. Which is very important. But, you know, being rejected doesn't mean that that's the end. As for me, I, I, I knew and I could see I'm going somewhere. You know, the Bible says that Jesus Christ himself endured for he knew the joy that was set before him on the cross. That's where the joy. So what's very important now is to see a vision and start to live the vision. No matter what people are going to do around you, for you and on you, it doesn't need to stop you. Mm-hmm. So number one, you feel your spirit has been quenched, but you need to stand up. Even whilst I'm seated, I'm standing up within myself. And, you know, um, as a human capital development coach, I think you've, you've witnessed and met lots of people. What would you say, you know, when it comes to people in, in, in developing themselves and pursuing their dreams, pursuing their goals, what would you say is one of the biggest contributing factors that holds them back from really fulfilling their destiny? Number one, people do not want to develop their mindset. You know, the Bible says, as a man thinketh, and so is he. Not as a man loves, not as a man dresses, not, not as a man does what, but as a man thinketh. Mm. So we become what we're feeding, our mindset. And mm. we have done a number of cleanup campaigns, which is, which is good, and I support that 100%. But we haven't done anything called mental cleanup campaign. Mm, mm, our mm. mindset, we are still clogged with the rust. Mm. Now, if you ask some people right now, they are still providing solutions in the what? Solution that worked in the Stone Age era. Right now, we are in 21st century, is the what? Is the age of information. Mm-hmm. So the information that we have is going to contribute positively or negatively depends on what information are you feeding in your mindset. Mm-hmm. So the first step people need to invest, they need to invest in their mindset. You know, in this book, How to Get from uh, More from Yourself, I'm talking about mental cleanup campaign where people are thinking in seven dimensions. There are those who think in a reverse gear. I call them the Egypt thinking. You know, the Israelites coming from Egypt to what? To Canaan, Egypt thinking. Mm. Number two, we talk about the red, red zone thinking. These people, they are in, in a category where they are not even thinking. You know, wonder why you ask yourself, Number three, we talk about acute thinking, which is 45 degrees. Number three, now, which is number four, we, we talk about 90 degree thinking, corner thinking, right angle thinking, 270 degrees perpendicular thinking. But we need people who are able to think 360 degrees firing from different angles. You know, one, one of the things I recently read is that it's not a lack of ability to think, but people naturally do not like to think. It is difficult and it is stressful. 100%. I like right. that. That's why I always remember that growth is not fantasy. Mm. Growth is not fantasy. If, 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 if you want to grow in a certain industry and you expect some words of encouragement, don't get in that industry, but things are going to be tight. Yeah, yeah. I think the realities of thinking... <laughs> scare people from thinking it does it does especially in a climate like zimbabwe where if you think you start realizing it's not as 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 rosy as it might have been but you need to address those issues definitely no i was simple that we we we, we, we're not going to wait for problems to commit suicide and problems they're not going 
to commit suicide. They need and demand our action. So our action starts within the mind. So that is, I think you're a mentor to many people. I'm actually on your one of your WhatsApp groups, yeah, and you're a mentor to many people. Mm-hmm. Uh, who do you look up to? Who mentors you? Uh, issues do with mentorship. I, 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 I don't believe in a mentor. That's me saying. Mm. Not to say people should use it. It applies to me. If it can also apply to you, it's okay. There's no problem. I believe in mirrors. You know, you know, you know, Taku. If I, from the day I started listening to your show, I was grabbing some things. I was learning some things. Mm. I was actually relearning and unlearning some concepts from myself. So automatically you become my mirror in the context people would like to call mentors. Mm-hmm. So I learn from different people. I learn from different people. But all in all, I read the Bible. I read the Bible. I'm inspired by the ministry of, by the admission of, of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. I'm inspired by that. Because uh, according to me, I strongly believe that the Bible is the number one motivational book ever been written. It's a transformational book. You read it uh, for the past thousand, thousands of years. We are still reading. We are still applying it. Indeed, indeed, indeed. And it's working. Indeed. Two thousand years later, still Definitely. the greatest man to have lived. It's working. So, yeah, that is, that is very, it's very working. exciting to, to, to hear and know. That is all. You know, I would love to talk to you the whole day. I think we could. I think once we go off air, you and me are going to continue chatting for another hour per se. But unfortunately Definitely. for the people, this is the time that we have. That is, what words would you have to say to a young person, probably a young guy coming from the village like yourself, um, he has aspirations, he has goals, and he wants to make it. What would you have to say to someone like that? Number one, uh, you cannot gamble your personal productivity. You cannot subcontract the responsibility and the duty to develop yourself. Don't wait for another person to develop yourself. Mm-hmm. You take a decision. You know, the blind man, he was seated by the roadside. Show up. If you got a talent, show up to great good platforms. Come on these shows and can guys show Then you expose yourself. The moment you expose yourself, I'm sure the corporate world is going to identify you. And when it identifies you, definitely you're going to get something from the corporate world. That is going to be a guy who I think we're going to be seeing for a very, very long time. I don't think he's here for a short time. He's here for a long time. Ratito, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate you being here. And uh, before you go, Ratito, just uh, just uh, something fresh. <laughs> what do you do? What do you listen to when you need a little bit of motivation? What, what gets you going in the car in the morning? What, what are you listening to? No, I, I listen to good tips. Mm. I don't listen to, 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 to things which are distracting my mind. Because I become what I feed my mind. Mm. So on daily basis, I, I'm listening to gospel. Uh, I love the Zim gospel. I love my Jaramba. I know Michael Mahendere. Mm, mm. Some things that I listen because if you listen to their songs, you know they, you know they inspire your spirit. They arouse your spirit at a, to a certain level. And by so doing, everything that you listen in the morning, it controls the rest of your day. So it, it all depends on what what are you listening. It's going to control the, the rest of your day. As a man thinketh, so is he. I think that is the moral of our story here today with Ratizo. This has been the Young Money Show. My name is Taku David, and we are heading out. See.